Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Friday evening edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am, of course, your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter, at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show on Twitter, at LO underscore Penguins, as my dog has just come into the room and is trying to... I don't really know what he's trying to do right now. I guess he's just sniffing everything. I hope he doesn't try to bark at me while I'm recording this. So we're going to go with this now. Um, today's uh, episode is going to be um, a little bit um, different. I decided to do a mailbag episode uh, for you guys today. Also, we'll talk about the team. Obviously, the Penguins have a big game tonight. Rain, stop. Uh, sorry, folks. My, my dog is just being a nut. Um, Penguins, of course, play the Colorado Avalanche tonight in Denver at the uh, Pepsi Center. It's 9 o'clock start. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, maybe during the game, maybe before the game, probably after the game or tomorrow. Uh, one, uh, many options for you guys. Um, this is gonna be this game is going to be a lot of fun. I always love watching the Avalanche and the Penguins go at it, though. Of course, sadly, it won't be McKinnon versus Crosby. I think for the first time since as long as they've been in the league. <clears throat> I have to go double-check that, but... Uh, Sidney Crosby does not look like he will play tonight. He's uh, missed practice the last couple of days. Um, apparently, Mike Sullivan said it sounds like he's gotten sick the past couple of days. It doesn't sound like that he's um, had a setback or anything. Um, but they were trying to get him in for a practice on Wednesday. But ultimately, um, they canceled practice, I think, after the game in Vegas because that game was just um, absolutely nuts. Also, before we get into uh, other stuff, I um, just want to say rest in peace to Neil Pert of Rush. Um I don't know if some of you guys know, some of you guys may know this, um, I'm a big classic rock fan, um, I love Rush, I, I was lucky enough to see Rush in concert um, in the 2015, that ended up obviously being their last tour, they're not going to tour again without Neil Peart, that's just, you know, it's basically, you know, touring, that's like basically, you know, Led Zeppelin touring without, you know, Robert Plant, or the Beatles touring without, um, you know, the you know, the Beatles touring without... You know, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, the Led Zeppelin touring without John Bonham. You know, it's not going to happen. I probably mixed up the, the players there, but you know what? Um, Neil Peart, he's one of the best drummers of all time, top three. Um, one of the best songwriters of all time. Rush has so many hits, um, and it's, it's just it breaks my heart that he unexpectedly passed away from his um, brain cancer battle that he's been battling for three and a half years. So, um, fly to the heavens, uh, uh, Neil Peart. Uh, rest in peace. That's just... Uh, you know, 2020 is off to a, a rocky start with, you know, just taking away rock legends and just music and legends in general because, man, he was just one of kind. So, rest in peace. But other than that, um, uh, should be a great Penguins game uh, tonight, you know, you know against Colorado. Uh, it's, it looks like uh, Sullivan confirmed that uh, Matt Murray will be getting the start tonight against Colorado, which is a little unexpected. I thought they would go back to Jari, but, you know, it looks like that, you know, they're doing a, a full-on 1A, 1B right now, which is good. That Matt has had a really couple good games in a row. So, you know what? Well, I'll just throw him out in the fire against Colorado, which is um, one of the best offensive teams of the league. Has a lot of star talent. You know, McKinnon, Landis Cog, you know, Rantanen. Uh, there's, you know, Kale McCarr, you know, he, who may actually win Rookie of the Year, the Calder Trophy, uh, though John Marino might be on the ballot. Of course, Quinn Hughes. Um, the, the Avalanche are just, you know, they're they're pretty loaded uh, with top heavy talent. So, um, you know, this is this is going to be a really big test for Murray, and I'll be curious to see how he does tonight. Hopefully, you know, there's not a lot of soft, soft goals that allows that he allows. Excuse me. So I'm excited to watch that. Um, with that, and without further ado, I guess we'll just uh, get into the mailbag uh, question here. Some of these questions are about hockey, but also some of them are um, not about hockey. So um, this is going to be interesting. Um, let's see what I should start. Okay. So locked on hurricanes. Um, uh, and that is Jared 
uh, Jared and I'm trying to figure out who the other co-host is. That's terrible. That I don't know. Walker and Jared, um, they both asked um, uh, to my podcast, are Pop-Tarts just pastry raviolis? Um, <laughs> I don't specifically eat Pop-Tarts, to be honest, because I just don't think they're really any good. Um, um, I think, I, I honestly, I think they're kind of like pastry raviolis. You know, there's just not a lot of taste to it as well. I really just don't think they're that good. Um, I really hope my bud dog does not start barking right now because he looks like he sees something outside. Please don't bark, Rain. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, but, yeah, um, I don't really think they're like, I, I, I guess I'd say they're pastry raviolis, but they're not good. That, that's for sure. I would not. I don't think I've ate a Pop-Tart since I was maybe... Eight, nine, I just, I don't find them good. There, there was one Pop-Tart that I thought was good back then, the cinnamon one that tasted okay. But then, like, as I got older, I just kind of got out of that, um, <clears throat> I just got out of that phase. Um, Nikki, Nikki Giordano, who's the host of Lacked on Capitals, um, she's also my girlfriend that I'm dating right now. Uh, it's pretty crazy to still say that, uh, we found each other through this podcast and, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into the full story. Uh, maybe I'll do that on another uh, podcast episode. So, Nicole uh, Nicole Giordano, she asked, what would your goal song be for your team? Um, you know, it's taking every ounce of me right now to not say Party Hard because that was, like, such a great goal song. Um, I honestly think that, that would honestly might be my goal song, but, like, for other um, songs that I really, really like... Um, um, you know, honestly, I think a good one, you know, Rocky Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions, though. I know the Hurricanes play that, um, right, as they're doing the entrance to their arena when they, um, rile up the, um, the siren that they have. I think, uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane would be really, really cool. Uh, that would be, um, pretty good. Um, maybe, uh, Welcome, um, you know, well, does Welcome to the Jungle work? I don't really think Welcome to the Jungle really works, potentially. Um, maybe not like the, not like the entrance, um, I think at least, but, um, but yeah, I think yeah, party hard, obviously, because that was such a great success, and it's just a great, it's just such a great song. It really just made a great goal song. I'm still kind of you know a little mad that the Penguins took that away, but that and uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane, I think, would be my two choices. So thank you to my wonderful girlfriend for that question. Um, Harge, uh, who goes to Virginia Tech, um, one of my really good buddies, is there a case for Sidney Crosby still being better than Connor McDavid? Um, yes, I do think that he, there is a very strong case that you can make that he's better than McDavid. I think Sidney Crosby's all-around game is better than Connor McDavid, though um, I know McDavid offensively and play, his playmaking ability is um, outstanding, and it's very, probably very, very close to surpassing Crosby, if not surpassed him already. But um, the way Crosby plays uh, in the defensive zone is 200-foot game. How he's getting, you know, more recognition for being one of the best uh, defensive forwards uh, and players, defensive forwards in the league. Um, I think that gives him the edge right now over Connor McDavid, and just still like Sidney Crosby's just playmaking ability over the last few years has just not gone downhill at all. And he just he keeps chugging along. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I know Connor McDavid is going to be the best player in the world. Um, you can probably make the argument that he is the best player in the world i would listen to it i don't think it's a far-fetched thing um i think he's probably the only player that you can argue that is better than Sidney crosby when Sidney crosby is fully healthy i don't really think i would hear any other arguments for any other players patrick kane not really you know vetchkin i don't really think you know with his overall game i mean obviously you know with his goal scoring ability he's better than anyone basically that's ever done it so um 
He's also about to pass uh, Mario Lemieux and uh, most goals of all time. So you know that's you know that's pretty pretty freaking good. But um, you like you like I said, so you can definitely I think make the case that he's better than Crosby. But um, I I but I think that Crosby overall. I mean, I would still take him over McDavid when both are fully healthy because I think Crosby's just two way game in the defensive zone just trumps. Um, McDavid, even though McDavid is a one-man wrecking crew, yes, I saw the goal that he had earlier this week when he just <clears throat> made you know Morgan Riley basically look like a freaking peewee defenseman. That was absolutely um, insane. Um, I just couldn't believe that. All right, so getting back to some more uh, questions here. Um, let's see. Here's a couple more. I think. Um, Sean Woodley, you're, uh, who brought me on to Locked On um, NHL and Locked On Penguins. I can't thank him enough for everything he's done. So he asks, you're forced to root for one of the Flyers or the Capitals in a hypothetical series, playoff series between the two, and who do you pick? Um, can I can I say the Asteroids, Sean? Because I would love for an Asteroid or maybe a Comet to hit the ice. Uh, that's maybe what I would root for. But um, I think the rooting for, I'd probably just root for both teams to beat the ever-living shit out of each other. Uh, I think that would be um, most ideal. But, I mean, if I'm picking one to win, if I had to actually root for one, man, this is tough. Um, right now, I'm going to have to go with the Flyers. Uh, that's that's bad. Um, that probably makes me, you know, boo, shame on me. But you know what? The Penguins-Flyers rivalry has been kind of a joke lately. It's not the same as it used to be in the Penguins-Capitals, I think is probably the best uh, rivalry um, in the league, not just like in the Eastern Conference or the Metropolitan Division. I think it's the best um, rivalry in hockey. And, and just seeing um, <clears throat> Capitals fans go off on Twitter about you know losing to the Flyers and them just being mad in general. Um, considering I've grown up around Caps fans my whole life, I know how they act. Um, I've gotten so much shit from them in school and whatever, and you know it's it's fun to banter with them. You know, just seeing them mad and all that. It'll be pretty funny, but then hopefully the next round the Penguins would just uh, shellac uh, the Flyers if that if that ever happened. But they these teams did these two teams did play um, a few years ago in 2016 when the Penguins made the run, um, <clears throat> excuse me, to the Stanley Cup uh, final and ultimately won the Stanley Cup. And I think the um, yes, yeah, so when the Capitals they went up three nothing and then the Flyers won a couple games in a row and then lost Game Six one nothing at home. I really thought there was a chance in that series that the Capitals could full, pull a full on Capitals choke. And lose to the Flyers. And I think that was right after um, Ed Snyder, the Flyers' former owner, um, passed away, which is um, which was very sad for the Flyers at the time. But still, that was the, that was the game when the Flyers, I think, had like two five-on-threes in the first period. And I think Backstrom had the game winner. The fact that I remember all this is just pretty nuts. But um, the Flyers had every opportunity to win that game. And they did not, and the Capitals ended up winning the series, of course. But then, of course, Nick Benino, um ended the Capitals' uh, playoff hopes in that year, uh, which was, you know, that was awesome. That was my senior year of high school, which they won the Stanley Cup. And now that I'm a senior in college, I really hope that the Penguins will, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, do the same thing um, to, you know, send me out with another graduation gift. All right. So Aaron, um, another guy that goes to Virginia Tech, one of my very, very best friends. Uh, we've been to Sharkies many times down there for what Nationals games. We were undefeated at Sharkies for um, watching the Nationals win the World Series. He asks, why do you live in denial that the Capitals are so much cooler than the Penguins? Well, Aaron, if you must know, um, it's not denial when it's true. Um, yeah, I know you guys have your little team puppy um, captain who is obviously very, very cute. Um but, you know, I'll take the team that still has, you know, better holiday videos. I think the Penguins are also going to get a team puppy at some point that will probably be much cuter than Captain. 
uh, sorry to say. Uh, the Penguins holiday videos are also uh, much better. The Penguins social media team, I'd say, is also much better. I think Andy does a hell of a job running the Penguins social media accounts. Um, <clears throat> everything about the Penguins organization, I think, is just much better than the Washington Capitals, even though you guys have your team puppy. Um, and I hopefully the Penguins are able to get their own team puppy of their own. I think that's really it, though, for the uh, mailbag questions. I really didn't get any other questions about the, you know, the Penguins trade targets. I'm surprised that uh, no one asked about that. But thank you guys for asking these questions. Uh, some of these were <laughs> very, very funny to um, get. But I also want to do after this a shout-out now to um, uh, Tony uh, Prune Juice, uh, really one of my, also one of my favorite Capitals fans on Twitter. Um, his friend is going to be at the game tonight in Denver. Um Trying to pronounce, uh, I'm, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna probably die, but if not, I don't pronounce his name uh, right. Um, um, how do you pronounce this? E. Okay, yeah, it was just a different way of uh, spelling. I think his name is Owen. Um, yeah, E E O I N. I think it's Owen. Um, I don't really think there's any other way to uh, say that name unless I, if I'm wrong, please let me know. I'll just you know I'll, I'll probably you know. Just please let me know. Um, he's going to be at the game tonight. If you guys remember from last year, um, he was—he's a massive Penguins fan. He got actually um, was his one of Tony's best friends. He got struck with a puck in the temple. He was rushed to the ER. He had brain surgery because of a lot of internal bleeding. Apparently, uh, bleeding. He's apparently he's all recovered now, according to Tony. He's back to living a normal life, and he's going to be at the game tonight in Denver since that's where he lives. It'll be the first time apparently seeing the Penguins since this happened. Um, Owen, uh, it's great to see that your story uh, just keeps getting better and better. I really hope that, um, <clears throat> excuse me again, that Andy of uh, Penguin Social Media and the Penguins um, give him maybe a few treats during the game, uh, considering I think they did a lot for him after um, his uh, surgery last year. So um, I hope he has a ton of fun at the game. Uh, I'm glad I was able to help with my part in getting um, Tony in touch with um, Andy and um, Sean of Penn's PR. Um, Nicole was also able to help get in touch with Sean, and I think he got in touch with um, people, uh, other people in the PR and also Andy who runs the um, Penguin social media to um, you know just make sure you know he's doing all right and he can potentially get some um, stuff at the game tonight. So I really hope he has fun. I hope he sees the Penguins get a dub. Um, that'd be very fitting considering everything that he's gone through um, in the last year. So I'm really, really excited. Maybe uh, maybe Root Sports. I mean, Root Sports, it's going back in time. Um, maybe AT&T Sports Network will uh, show him at the game. Um, yeah, it was last year he um, he got a signed Jake Gensel puck. Um, I don't know, yeah, which was absolutely unbelievable. So I just, I'm really happy that he got all this stuff. And like I said, I really hope AT&T Sports Network potentially shows him at the game because um, that'd be quite a story for um, everyone to um, see on the broadcast going into tonight's game. So yeah. Yo, and yet keep fighting the good fight. I'm glad you're okay. Uh, Tony, thank you for bringing this to my attention again. Uh, you're one of my really, really good buddies. Shout out to you. Um, also, just follow him on Twitter for not just Capitals takes. He's also a Predators fan, um, and he has a lot of really, really funny um, hockey takes. So uh, definitely please follow him for um, just any hockey takes in general. All right, so I really wasn't sure um, what to do for this last segment of Locked On Penguins because there's, you know, there's not a lot of stuff going on right now. I know the team is taking the ice for warm-ups. I'll be curious to see. I'm literally recording this 20 minutes before the game. Um, Penguins just tweeted out their lineup. So uh, it'll be Dominic Cahoon on the left wing tonight with Evgeny Malkin and Brian Rust on the first line. Dominic Simone, Jared McCann, Patrick Hornquist. They bumped uh, Hornquist up to the second line, which is really good. Um, now my dog really decides to bark. Hopefully, uh, I don't know why he's barking right now. 
And of course, it's because uh, my sister is back being with her friend. So um, thankfully, he's not barking anymore. Um, so back to what I said. Uh, so Simone McCann, Hornquist, and then the third line, Zach Aston Reese, Teddy Bluger, Brandon Tanev. Uh, that line is probably going to be the uh, fourth line when everyone is healthy, if the Penguins ever do get healthy, minus Jake Ensel and potentially a forward that they acquire. I know that they're going to get one um, at some point. That'll, bu- that'll bump down. And then there's Alex Galchenyuk. Agazino and Sam Lafferty on the fourth line. Uh, no uh, Joseph Landisi tonight. So no Sidney Crosby. Um, of course, you know, maybe he'll play in the game against Arizona. Then the defense. Jack Johnson still with Chris Letang, which is please kill me because he's probably going to make another error. Um, I don't know why they won't just bump Marcus Pedersen up there um, to play. You know, just bump Johnson down with Marino and leave Regula and Rubito alone. Um, I don't know why they won't just do that. Try Pedersen up there. I think Pedersen's had a solid season. I think he'd do fine up there with Latang. I know Latang eats a lot of minutes, but you know this this Jack Johnson pairing is not really working with Chris Latang. If you guys want to know more about that and why their underlying numbers are still very bad, that the Corsi Fenwick percentage is below fifty percent. They're not controlling it enough. Uh, go read Jesse Marshall's piece up on the athletic. He does a really uh, great work with putting some numbers and some uh, video together to explain why they're not working, you know, with some bad pinching and just commend you guys. Go check that out. And then in goal, of course, Matt Murray tonight and Tristan Jari backing up for the Penguins against the Colorado Avalanche. So, um, yeah, like I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty excited for this game tonight. Um, you know, I, I love watch. I I love watching Nathan McKinnon. Everyone, I mean, uh, I mean, he is just uh, insane. I mean, he's no doubt, you know, one of the best players in the league. He'd probably be in my top five. Obviously, I mean, he's just he's 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 so freaking good. That top line that they have, you know, with Ranton and Landis, like it's just it's almost just not fair at this point. Uh, McKinnon this year, um, all, already um, he has. You know, 44 games played, 65 points in 44 games, 26 goals, 39 assists. Um, you know, ever since that 2017-18 season, after he had that 53-point season, it has just been, um, it has just been insane. 97 points that year, 99 points last year, 65 points already this year, halfway through the year. This is going to be the year, I think, folks, that he finally um, breaks 100. Um, he's definitely probably in, in the heart consideration as well. Um, he's just, uh, I mean, it's just, I I can't believe he's just this good considering, you know, he just, he wasn't that good. Um, when he came into the league, which is still nuts to say, he just wasn't this kind of player that he is now is what I'm basically trying to say. Um, I'm also glad that, uh, Ranson is back healthy. He has not had the most, um, healthy season, but he's played in, you know, 28 games, 31 points, 28 games. Uh, he's just, he's, he's so good. Um, you know, it's just, and also, like I said on the other uh, day's podcast, um, I love when, um, you know, when the opposing team in Colorado has a power play, then they pay, they play the uh, the Mario uh, theme when it uh, basically expires. Uh, it's just, uh, it's absolutely hilarious to me that they do that. But um, I think that's it for this edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I know it's a bit short, but there just wasn't, I guess, a lot to talk about. Um, the Metropolitan Vision still, you know, very, very good. The Penguins and the Islanders are neck and neck for second place. The Capitals, of course, in first place, and then. Um, you know, you have the battle, you know, Carolina, Philadelphia, right on the Penguins and Islanders' heels. Uh, the Rangers have been playing some better hockey lately. The Rangers actually um, beat the Avalanche the other day, 5-3, uh, to three, up at Madison Square Garden. I think that was a game uh, where uh, that was uh, the Rangers' rookie goalie's uh, first start. I'm forgetting his name, but I know he started in place of um, Henrik Lundqvist and Alexander Georgia. But um, thank you guys so much 
for listening to this episode of um, Locked On Penguins, and we'll talk to you guys. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, this Monday. Um, of course, we'll recap this game against Colorado. Talk about the game against Arizona before the Penguins. I'm all twink. I'm home. They'll play Minnesota next week before they have a road back to back against the Boston Bruins and the Detroit Red Wings, who are just a absolute tire fire this season. But all right, folks. Until Monday. Um, let's go pens. Uh, watch the game. I'll be live tweeting my thoughts on my Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Maybe try to, I may try to live tweet my thoughts on the podcast account as well. So go follow those, both of those accounts. So till Monday, fellas.